Happy Friday, Story Fam. Hey, I hope you've had a wonderful week, as you might imagine. Around the story these days, it's uh, been pretty busy. We've had our hands full because Easter 2021 is now just days away. Can you believe it? And after the year we've had, I think it's time to live again. That's our theme this Easter, is live again, just like Jesus did. And we've got a full slate of opportunities for you and your family or your friends to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus this year. You can find the full rundown online, thestory.church slash Easter. But hey, there's a lot going on starting next Thursday um, with our Holy Week service over at Timber Grove and then a Good Friday service at River Oaks on Friday Two Easter egg hunts on Saturday, and then multiple, let me see, how many services? One, two, three, four, five different worship services um, between our two campuses. In the morning, including one outdoor service at sunrise, which is going to be awesome here at River Oaks, and then we'll have one outdoor afternoon gathering, an Easter party out on the huge, beautiful lawn at our Timber Grove campus at 8200 Washington Avenue. That's Sunday afternoon at 6 o'clock. It's going to be a wonderful time, and I hope you all can make it. This is going to be, I think, an Easter to remember. So if you're feeling ready to gather in person, I can't wait to see you. Um, All of our gatherings are going to be socially distanced, and masks will be required. So BYOM, sisters and brothers. Um, so if you're ready, I can't wait to see you. If you're not quite ready to start gathering in person yet, I understand, and I hope you'll join us online. Today's Friday Reflection is called, Why Go to Church? In my Friday Grace and Truth message from one year ago this week, I shared my anxieties around the COVID-19 numbers being reported in the U.S. at the time. So keep in mind, that would have been, oh, Uh, two weeks, I guess, into the nationwide shutdown um, that had been put in place. And the numbers that I reported a year ago today uh, were 250,000 plus cases in the U.S., 10,000 plus deaths, and 281,000 unemployment claims in the past week. Little did I know, (laughs) little did I know how infinitesimal these figures would seem a year later. You're probably familiar with the more grim statistics now being reported in the U.S. Over 30 million cases, over 540,000 deaths, and 70 million Americans seeking unemployment benefits between March and December of 2020. Truth be told, we're going to be recovering from the effects of COVID-19 for years to come. The as-yet-untold story of 2020 is the pandemic's collateral damage. And researchers are just starting to report their findings in regard to the shutdown's effects on the elderly, on school children, and and those struggling with mental illness, uh, among other things that they're starting to report on. Meanwhile, I know many people who have quietly welcomed the change of pace, right, that uh, we've experienced in the shutdowns. Um, And I confess at times that I've been among them. You know, we, we say we were all too busy before, right? Or that's kind of how this line of thinking goes. It's kind of nice for us to scale back from the never-ending stream of things to do, social obligations, youth sports, charity events, even church activities. And anybody that knows me knows that as far as I'm concerned, a world with, with less superfluous stuff to do, a world with fewer meetings is one step closer to God's kingdom come, in my opinion. But, and this is a huge but, 
Christians should be very careful not to throw church attendance into the same disposable category as your kid's lacrosse game, for instance. John Wesley once said, there is no such thing as a solitary Christian because Christianity is and has always been a gathering movement. Jesus put it this way, where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them, Matthew 18, 20. Because gathering has always been such a critical part of the Christian experience, our enemy has always done everything in his power to keep believers from coming together. COVID-19 is the last in a long line of other opportunities throughout history seized by Satan to scatter the faithful. On his blog, Dr. Jason S. Clark, who's a pastor in London, wrote about this particular phenomenon, um, Satan working in, in, our, in our midst to pull us apart. And he wrote this in a searing reminder for Christians who are seeking to live in isolation or being pulled into isolation. This is what he said. <clears throat> Human beings have been hiding away, withdrawing from God and one another since the Garden of Eden. And like Adam and Eve, we Christians are very good at making excuses for withdrawing believing the lies we tell ourselves that underpin such backing away. The internal stories are often these. I need a break. I need to focus on my kids or my family. I want time to myself. I have to get this marathon, triathlon course done, etc. We then succumb to and placate any doubts we might have about our stories with more fabrications, like I can get back to church later, or it won't really affect me. And even worse, this is what's best for me. Satan is indeed the father of lies, prowling around looking to devour us. His greatest ploy has not been a full frontal assault on belief. Instead, it has been the insidious entropy of attendance. A lion secures its prey by first isolating it, so it is then free to devour it. Even first-generation Christians, some of whom probably followed Jesus in the flesh, even they struggled to prioritize gathering in Christ's name as he commanded, as evidenced by this admonition in the New Testament book called Hebrews. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Hebrews 10.25 When believers gather, God shows up in a mighty way. Since we reopened for in-person worship last October, I think around 40% of you have felt ready to return and have come back, which means that for most people in our community, it's been over a year since you last gathered with your brothers and sisters at the story. It remains to be seen what kind of spiritual toll the past year has taken on all of us, but I suspect it's been every bit as ruinous as the economic and emotional devastation has been. But here's the good news. Because we're gathering responsibly, masked and socially distanced, and because COVID-19 vaccines will be available to everyone in the great state of Texas starting this Monday. Get your vaccine, y'all. Because of these reasons, it's just about time for all of us to begin planning our return to Christian community. So whether it's next weekend on Easter Sunday or some other date in the near future, I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to worship alongside you and to witness what happens when Jesus shows up among us. That's it for this week, guys. 
Hope you have a great weekend. Maybe I'll see you this Sunday or next week for Holy Week or sometime soon. I just can't wait to worship with you guys. Love you all. Have a great day. Bye.